I tell you, it's, uh, this is one of my favorite series to go through, um, talking about the fruit of the Spirit. And uh, God is doing so much in STS right now, it, He's blowing me away, and I'm excited just to give you a few things this morning before we dive into our talk uh, about the fruit of the Spirit that I want to I share with you. And um, I want to I kind of go over one big thing and then uh, talk about some other things. So next Sunday, you don't want to miss out. Next Sunday, we have our Spring Fest, which is kind of like a, like a picnic, church picnic type deal. And we want you to be there. Food trucks, there's going to be King of Pops, there's going to be there. Um, a bunch of like inflatable deals. But the thing I'm most excited about, there's one called Stunt Jumps uh, with a Z because it's cool like that. And... Um, and it's almost like a bungee jump with no bungee. So you jump off and land into like this big pillow and it's just really awesome and you need to be there to see it. It's gonna be killer. So make sure you're there for that. A lot of things coming up this summer and then I'll talk about what's happening in May. So this summer, you middle schoolers, how many middle schoolers we have in here? I. All right, that's good. You guys are good and awake this morning. Glad, glad, glad. You middle schoolers, we're going to meet here on Wednesday nights. This is the first time you've heard about this, kind of first time we've gone through this. Wednesday nights, we're going to meet here on Wednesday nights, and it's going to be high energy. Uh, God's just going to, we're excited about what God's going to do here in, in our middle school ministry on Wednesday nights. How many high schoolers are here? How many of you are in high school? Let me hear you. All right, well, that's a little better. You're a little more awake. You high schoolers, you're going to meet here on Thursday nights, and I'm really super excited about Thursday nights. Now, uh, you middle schoolers, high energy, high schoolers, we're going to do more of a coffee house style uh, Wednesday night. We'll have coffee house worship, uh, but also we're going to be, both, both groups, we're going to be diving in deep to some truths of the scripture, and we're so excited about this Wednesday and Thursday night series in the, in the summertime. So make sure if you're home, you're here, and uh, we want you to be a part because you are loved, and this is home. And uh, so we just want you to know that we're here for you in those, those areas. Uh, July 16th, 11th, uh, the 11th and 12th graders, we're going to make a trip up to D.C., Washington, D.C., and um, we're going to one of, it's, it's supposedly going to be the biggest Christian conference ever, which I'm really super excited about. Carrie uh, Job's going to be there, Lecrae, Casting Crowns, um, you name them, they're going to be there. Uh, and it's going to be killer. It's in Washington, D.C. It's 11th and 12th graders. Uh, you, you guys, make sure you sign up on the website for that. And then our summer retreat is July 25th through the 30th. The first half of the, the, first half of the week, we're going to spend with, our, with hanging out with us. It's going to be really going to dive in deep for, together and then the second half, we're driving to Birmingham and going to a conference and joining thousands and thousands of other te uh, teenagers all across the country. Uh, and and it's, Elevation Worship is going to be there. Hillsong Young and Free is going to be there. Tim Tebow is speaking. Levi Luska. There's just going to be, it's going to be incredible. I am super stoked for this, uh, this particular uh, conference. So make sure that you're signing up for our retreat. Last, not least, before we dive in here, Awaken 16. Awaken 16. Now, Awaken 16 starts May 1st. I'm going to kind of go ahead and give you a heads up with that. We are super excited about what God is going to do in and through you guys in over the, those 21 days. Now, let me kind of give you a lay the foundation, and then we'll talk more and more as this time comes. For 21 days, what we're going to do is we're going to ask that you pray 
and fast. And we'll, we'll describe what fasting is. It doesn't necessarily have to be food, but it can be time. It could be social media. It could be something that, that, that you give up in order to gain Christ more. And so it's not an action of just duty. It's because you want Christ. That was the whole purpose of why people fasted food so that when their stomach would growl, they would say, I need to pray. And we would just, we would consume Jesus in that moment. But um, what we're asking is for those 21 days, we're, we're going to be praying for you. We're going to be praying for our friends, for our community, for our church. There's, there's 21 things that we're going to be praying for. And then the 22nd, we're going to have a celebration. And that 22nd is going to be free for you and four friends. And why do we say four? And you can bring four or more, but we really ask that you really try to bring four friends because that means a person in front of you, behind you, and, and one on each side. And you worship together. We're going to have a band that's just incredible. We're working on a speaker right now who's just unbelievable. Um, and, and it's going to be in the uh, gym. It's not going to be in here because we're really praying. And I'm, and I'm being honest. This morning, I'm just being completely transparent with you. I am praying for 400 students, 400 students. That's totally doable, totally doable, especially if you guys bring four or more of your friends. And I know that you have four friends. Now, the people in here don't count. You got to bring your friends that don't go here. And, and not, this isn't like, hey, come, you know, we're stealing from, no, no, no. It's, it's well, let's celebrate together. Let's worship together. And we're going to ask that two of your friends if you know this, and some of you do, and hopefully you do, two of your friends who don't know Jesus might come that night and might hear the gospel, and God might just save them that night. It's going to be an incredible, incredible. We're going to have uh, a photo booth. We're going to have snowballs. We're going to, it's just going to be, it's, it's fine. Everybody ever heard of, are we, anybody ever heard of a snowball? Oh, Alex. Dude, snowballs are better than a snow cone, right? Oh, like, you take a snow cone and add ice cream and then all the flavoring, and it's like a party explosion in a snowball. It's amazing. So you don't, it's, and they're going to be free for you guys. It's going gonna, it's gonna to be huge. It's going to be huge. So you may need to make sure you're here. Now, last week, last week, we started off a Fruit of the Spirit series, and we, we talked about love, joy, peace and we've talked about the upward how love joy peace is directed toward Christ and and, and as we go through Galatians 5:22 we understand that this is the personality of Jesus. This is the personality of Jesus. As we're going through the fruit of the Spirit, as we talked about last week, it's not fruits of the Spirit. It's not plural. It's fruit of the Spirit. And that means that it's one vine that produces one fruit, just like a vine of a grape tree or a grapevine, excuse me, a grapevine would come out and would produce grapes, not a grapevine coming out and then there would be an orange here and a banana here and an apple here and a grape here. That's not what it is. It's not like the cornucopia. I just like saying that word at Thanksgiving. It's, it's, it's one fruit that comes out of one vine and that's what, it, that's what we're seeing here that at salvation, when you become a Christian, these fruit interve- uh, in, uh, impact you and they come into your life and man, it helps, the Holy Spirit helps you 
use these things and how do we see this? This is the personality of Jesus. And so last week we talked about the upward love, joy, peace. Remember love is that agape love, that self-sacrificial laying down your own interests, putting your own interests aside and putting others ahead and and putting Jesus ahead. That joy we talked about, joy that's not uh, circumstantial. Joy comes from the Lord. Happiness is circumstantial. Joy comes from the Lord. So if you say you're a believer, you know, hard times may come, but we understand that Christ inside of us gives us joy and gives us hope and and so we have joy and then we have peace and that word peace literally means to bind that which is separated and that's what Christ does and so we rejoice and we give God the glory through our love or joy or peace and all that comes out because of what Christ has done and today we're going to be talking about patience kindness goodness and really honing in on the outward and how these things uh produce uh, how these fruit produce the outward appearance of Jesus's personality in our lives. So if you have your notes page, I want to ask that you pull that notes page out, grab your pen, write a few notes down. And while you're doing that, I'm going to set up today's Bible study. So the main mode of communication, and I feel like the best mode of communication in life and in people's lives should be face-to-face, should be face-to-face. That is the best way to communicate with people, face-to-face. And over the years, interaction uh, between people going face-to-face has kind of changed. You see, someone named Samuel Morse invented a way to communicate. Does anybody know what he created? Morse code. Or click, 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 click. That said hi. And so you're like, oh man. And so over long distances. And then a guy named Alexander Graham Bell invented a way to vocally talk. What did he invent? The telephone. You are on it this morning. I know it's early, but you got your thinking caps on. And so he rings a guy in another room and he goes, hey, can you hear me? And he said, yes, you're in the other room. And he said, no, can you hear me through the... Come on, guys, you got to laugh at that. I mean, it's another room. So, so, but he talks to people on the phone, and then that comes. And then people started really... And there's a commercial about this guy. I didn't really realize that this, uh, what this guy looked like, but it came on a few weeks ago. I was like, that's the guy who invented the cell phone. And back in the day, cell phones were a little different than these things right here. They weren't as smart as these things at all. They, some, the, the first, and I know our adults remember this, the first mobile phones were attached to your car and it and that, you had a car phone and you drove that and, and if you needed to make a call literally it was like 25 cents a minute 35 cents a minute some were a dollar a minute and you just didn't talk long those were for emergency onlys but if you pulled up and you saw that little antenna on the back of someone's car you're like oh He's got a car phone. And so, and then they went from car phones to bag phones. So does anybody have a purse? Does any ladies have a purse that I could borrow just for a second? Could I, I'm not going to steal anything out of it. Could you, could I, none of you have a purse. That's good. Could I, could I borrow your purse? Could I just, do you have it right there? Thank you so much. That's perfect. Just, just, just hand it. I promise I won't go through it. I promise. So, so imagine this. Yeah, I'll put it like that. So imagine this. Doesn't match my eyes, but it's okay. But, but imagine this only this much bigger. And yeah, it's about that. And it was and it was heavy, it weighed about 10 pounds. And you'd be walking down the street and you'd be like, bring, bring, bring. 
And then you'd reach and you pulled a phone out that had a little coily cable to it attached to the bag and you would talk on the phone like, hey, how's it going? I got my bag phone. <laughs> yeah. And so, so that was the thing. And then there was a phone that came out after that. It was the big brick phone. Any adults have the brick phone? The, the, no? No? Okay. That was, that was just in Saved by the Bell. So it was, it was one of those things, you know, and it was like this big. And then Nokia made the little, the first real deal snake game cell phone that was the only game that was on it was snake and you just went around huh and it's indestructible indestructible. you could throw it on the ground and and uh you just have to replace the case and it was just one of those things it was it was one of those things and then this guy who was vice president for a while named al gore invented the internet now no he just said that but now the internet came along, and then you had the, the dial-up. The, none of you probably remember this, and if you still have this, we'll take a moment to pray for you. But it was called dial-up, and what dial-up was is you would you'd sign on AOL. was kind of like the thing back then, and it'd be like, it was like Neo was going back, you know, and it's like, Nah. And you're like, oh, yes, I'm connecting in to the internet. Yes. Nah. And it would take forever. And then you'd hear, welcome. You've got mail. And when you heard you got mail, communication. Yes, people have emailed me. We've gone from letters. We've, we've gone from that. We went to Morse code. And then we've, we've gone to cell phones. Now we have the internet and we can be all over the world. And here's the deal. And now most of you talk and, and, and really go to that Twitter level. We've gone away from the internet because we know how to use the internet. And so now we just do Snapchat. We don't talk. We don't even use words anymore. We just send pictures. Sitting in class and you're like under your desk and you're like. (laughs) (laughs) Then you're checking your teeth. You're like, okay, nothing. So, and so you don't even use words anymore, but some people do text. But I have to say that the best mode of uh, uh, conversation for us is face to face. Everybody wants to communicate with somebody. Everyone, everyone wants to talk and we, we, need to, we, need to, uh, we need to talk face to face. And here's the deal. We, we long for interaction between people. That's why we post what we say. That's why, or post what we do. That's why we tweet about what we tweet about. That's why we, we have these interactions with, the, with, with each other. And we do this, and, 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 but something has changed. Because when we see a post or a text or we see something on an email or we, we, we're reading these words, sometimes they can be taken wrong. Anybody ever done that? You read that and like, that was a jerk thing to say. And they're like, hey, I just said have a good day. I don't know why you took that wrong. And it's like, you don't understand. And it's because it's face to face. And some of us have a hard time talking face to face with each other. Here's how I know that some of you text way too much. All right, I'm just going to go ahead and tell you, it's not the casts on your thumbs, but here's the deal. Man, my jokes are just going like right here. Now, it's when I look at you and talk to you, or when our adults talk to you, or when you talk to each other and and we see this interaction, and you you don't look me or anybody in the eye. And it's like, hey, how's it going? Good. You have a good weekend? Yes. 
I'm like, hey, I'm standing right here. And, and, but if I was to text you, man, you would talk, you would wear your thumbs out, and, it, and it's fine. But here's, let me ask this question. This is gonna be a tough one for us this morning. Do you think that there's something unbiblical about not talking to people and seeing people face to face? There's something powerful about interacting with folks personally. And that's what we're going to talk about this morning in the outward of the fruit of the Spirit, the patience, kindness, goodness. And that's what we want to dive into, the personality of Jesus. Because obviously Jesus didn't have cell phones. He didn't have uh, Instagram. He didn't have Snapchat. He didn't have these things. He interacted with people face to face. And here's what I don't want. I don't want a generation of students to go by and grow up not knowing how to interact with people, not knowing how to talk to people, not how, especially, listen, especially if you're a believer in Christ, especially if you're a believer in Christ, because that interaction personally is so, so important. So as we dive into Galatians uh, chapter five, that's what we're gonna talk about. We're gonna talk about the outward this morning, patience, kindness, goodness. If you have your Bibles, turn to Galatians chapter five. If you have your cell phones, you you can dial in. If you need a Bible, we would love to give you a Bible. If you don't have one, you can throw your hand up and we'll give you a Bible. If you don't have a Bible to take home personally, let that be your gift from us or our gift from us to you. We want to give that to you to take home. And, and now Galatians 5, 22 talks about the fruit of the Spirit. Paul was writing to the church of Galatia. The fruit of the Spirit is love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, and self-control. The fruit of the Spirit is love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, and self-control. And this morning, this morning, we are going to talk about those middle three, patience, kindness and goodness and we don't want to miss you know we don't want you to miss out on what these words mean and how they apply to your life so number one patience if you have your note sheets write down patience and we're going to talk about patience this morning now the word patience in a biblical sense means to put up with others though severely tried put up with others though severely tried and we we relate this back to Jesus and we see how Jesus again this is the personality of Christ and we see how he interacted in these things. So I want, what I want you to do is I want you to write down 1 Peter chapter 2, 21 through 24. We've got a lot of scripture this morning. I want, to just, I want you to make sure you write them down. I'll read them to you. 1 Peter chapter 2, 21 through 24. This is what Peter says. To this you were called because Christ suffered for you, leaving you an example that you should follow in his steps. So right off the bat, Peter's saying that we need to follow Christ because he suffered for us. And listen, verse 22, he committed no sin with no deceit was found in his mouth. Verse 23, when they hurled their insults at him, he did not retaliate. When he suffered, he made no threats. Instead, he entrusted himself to him who judges justly. Verse 24, listen, it's so cool. He himself bore our sins in his body on the tree so that we might die to sins and live for righteousness. By his wounds, you have been healed. For you were like sheep going astray, but now you have returned to the shepherd and overseer 
of your soul. So what is he saying? He's saying, put up with others though severely tried. How did Jesus, when he was getting beaten, he didn't turn around and say, and, and curse those people. When he was getting his beard ripped out, he didn't mock those people. He took it. He was patient. He was patient with the people that were nailing, uh, nailing the nails in his hands and in his feet. He was patient, not only with the people that were physically harming him. Listen, he was patient with the people who were verbally throwing insults back and forth, just hurling them, hurling them to him and he dealt with it he took it patiently and so what do we see for the first the first word patience putting up with others though severely tried and then we get to number two kindness doing thoughtful deeds for others doing thoughtful deeds for others how do we see this in Christ's life and we when we look at the book of Titus Titus is one of my favorite books in the New Testament and I love Titus 3 4 and 5 Titus 3, 4, and 5. Kindness, doing thoughtful deeds for others. How do we see this in Jesus? We see Paul says to Titus, but when the kindness and love of God our Savior appeared, he saved us. Not because of righteous things we had done, but because of his mercy. But the kindness and love of our Savior appeared. He saved us. He was kind enough to save you and me. He was kind enough to lay his body down for you and me. And so when we see the, the reaction of Jesus with kindness, we doing thoughtful deeds for others, that's Jesus had us on his brain on the cross. Jesus was thinking about you and thinking about me. And when I think about the millions and millions of people on the planet, the billions of people that have lived, I think about Jesus knew every one of their names and he knew every one of their sins and knew every one of their thoughts. He knew every one of their desires. He knew everyone. He thought about everyone on that cross and took everyone's sins away and then if we go to goodness the act of being morally good the act of being morally good how did jesus do live that out acts 10 38 write that down acts 10 38 we got a hustle how god anointed uh, how god anointed jesus of nazareth with the holy spirit and power and how he went around doing good and healing all who were under the power of the devil because god was with him his father was with him the act of doing morally good and if you've heard of the story of jesus that is considered the gospel as considered the gospel and what the gospel literally means is the good news the good news the good news and so we see that jesus displayed patience and kindness and goodness and now we say how does this interact with us how do we lean in on being patient how do we interact with other people in, with patience? And how do we live this out? Because patience is one of those things that so, most people pray for and they're like, whoa, God, I didn't really want that. You know what I'm saying? And so when you see, when it comes to patience, write this verse down, five, James 5.10. James 5.10. Brothers, as an example of patience in the face of suffering, take the prophets who spoke in the name of the Lord. As you know, we consider blessed those who have persevered. Here's the deal. You're not alone in this. You're not alone in the struggle. You're not alone in the battle. And when times come and when hardships come and when people are persecuting you and you feel like, man, it's just crushing down and the weight of the world is on your shoulders and things won't stop and you're going, God, how do I deal with this? How do I do and how do I go on? How would you act, Jesus? You remember patience. 
And you remember what Jesus had done. And no, although he, ne- he never hurled it back any insult, he never bucked anything that was going on while he was going to the cross. And, and not only him, but the people who have died and the martyrs who've died and the people who have stood up for the faith before us. And so we be patient. And then we move on to kindness. When I think about kindness, you have to remember Romans 2, 4. Romans 2, 4. Or do you show contempt for the riches of his kindness, tolerance, and patience, not realizing that God's kindness leads us towards repentance? It's because of the kindness of God sending his son that he wants a relationship with us. God wants a relationship so much that he sent his son to die for us in his kindness. And so we be kind to others. We, we interact. When it, when it comes to kindness, it isn't just useful for you. It's useful for everyone else to see that you're kind. You're kind because Christ is in you. You're kind. When it comes to goodness, write that down, goodness, last one. You have to remember Mark 10, 18. This is huge. I love Mark 10, 18. No one is good. Listen, no one, not you, not me, your grandma, not anybody. No one is good except God alone. But through Christ, but through Christ, Matthew 5, 16. I know I'm throwing a lot of verses on you, but you can handle it. I got, I know, I know you can. Matthew 5, 16, it says this. In the same way, let your light shine before men so that it may see your good deeds and praise your Father in heaven. So when you're displaying goodness, you're not saying, I'm just good because I'm just a good person. Everybody look at me, look at me. I'm just a good person. I, I, I do good things and, and, and to look at me, no. It's to display all the glory back to Christ. It's to point all the goodness back to Christ. Why am I good? Because God lives in me and there's nothing good in me and it's all Christ going out of me. And that's how, we need to, that's how you need to understand the goodness of what Paul is talking about in the fruit of of the spirit and here's where we land before we go to our groups here's how we deal with the struggle and the tension of living the outward appearance of the fruit of the spirit you have three options i believe i believe we have three options this morning when we think about these words we have to ask ourselves before those three options we have to ask ourselves this one question Or this one statement. You may be the only Jesus someone ever sees. You may be the only Jesus someone ever sees. And that's a huge reality. That's a huge truth. And you've heard that a million times. But you may be the only Jesus that anyone ever sees among your schools, among your workplaces, among your friends, among your family. You may be the only Jesus that anyone sees. And that, yes, is a huge weight on your shoulders. Yes, that's a big responsibility. And with those, here comes the three things. When we think about that sentence, we think about that statement, we think, okay, number one, God's big enough to show himself through someone else. I don't really want to show the outward appearance of Christ. When you may be the only person or only Jesus someone sees, you say, you know what? I'll let someone else be the only, pe- uh, only Jesus someone sees. So that's number one. You could act like that. You could have that 
attitude. You just let someone else do it. Or, number two, you could say, you know what, I just don't care. It doesn't matter. I don't care. I don't give a rip. I'm just going to live like I want to do, do what I want to do, say what I want to say, go where I want to go, and I'm just going to do my own thing. I know I have Christ, and really I just have Christ for fire insurance, and that's it. But here's the deal. Uh, you know, I'm not going to live it out. I'm not going to show the outward, outward expression of what Christ has done in my life. I'm not going to show, show, I'm not going to show the patience and kindness and goodness. I just don't care. So you could say, one, I'm going to let someone else do it, or two, I just don't care, or three, I'm up for the challenge. You say, I, I'm up for the challenge of letting the outward display. I'm up for the challenge of, of being patient. I'm up for the challenge of being kind. I'm up for the challenge of letting the goodness of God flow out of me. And it's not anything about me. It's all about Christ because at the end of the day, I might be the only Jesus that someone sees. And if that is the case, I want to make sure everything's right in my life. And so this morning, as we go to our groups, man, I'm excited. You guys, I want to brag on y'all before you go in your group. Man, the student praise band sounded so good this morning. The, 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 the logos in the back, man, that was all of y'all student-led. Y'all put that on the wall, man. You guys, and these questions as we're going to our groups, those were student questions that came together to talk about this Bible study this morning. I'm so proud of you guys, and I'm so excited to see, but here's the deal. Don't miss this time. Don't miss this time. God has something to say to you this morning. When we go to our groups, let's really listen to our leaders. At 10, 15, we'll wrap things up, and we'll head upstairs, and we'll just worship our Creator. But don't miss these moments. Lord, I love you so much, and I thank you for these teenagers. They mean so much to me, and I'm so thankful for what you're doing in their lives. And I just pray that you speak to us now. And it's in Jesus' name. Amen. Let's head to our groups.